0: What's going on, guys? Welcome, hey, buddy! Welcome to the Blumenati Podcast, live from the 80 Box <laughs> <laughs> at the
1: USF Baseball Complex. So yeah, so we kind of broke in and uh, we decided we would just do the podcast from here because it was Sorry, the only. Mark. Sa- Sorry, Mark. Sorry, uh, Mark. It was the only soundproof place. Water's so we great. We went to do a podcast and we were going to do it outside, and then like they started playing music a little bit earlier than we thought. So we for batting practice, like I think uh, I think Holden turned it on about. 20 of four, they started playing music. (laughs) Game's at seven o'clock, by the way. Um, So, yeah. Can't can't wait. wait. We're ready to do this. So, we just want to get a podcast in this week at some point. Um, But it's baseball season. The sun is shining. The grass is green. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. There's, like, opening day for baseball. It's so much fun. It really is. It's the best. There's, like, hope and optimism. And especially when you
0: got a kid that's around 100 miles an hour
1: at times. Yeah, on when the you have a Friday hours.
0: night starter, that's going to be a top five uh, MLB draft pick. It's really exciting. Walking around the complex, you can see there's at least 10 scouts here. Mm-hmm. Um, scouts were walking in at like 4:30. Yeah, they're they're here. They're gonna Shane's going to put on a show. Um, he's got three plus pitches: fastball, slider, curveball um, mix. Sometimes it tends to be a slurve. A little slurvy, but he's got a change up that's pretty devastating when you pair it with a 98 mile an hour fastball. So um, he's he's going to be lights out. He's got to be the Phoenix Sanders of this staff. He's going to have to eat up a lot of innings mm-hmm. for this team because um, behind him, you know, Peter like Lucky he is he's going to be a good Saturday starter. He had a fantastic second half of the year uh, last year. Um, unfortunately, after his father died, he became a different pitcher uh, and. He threw the only complete game shutout. Only nine-any complete game shutout last year for the Bulls. So He, he was a workhorse. He got AAC Player of the Week for that against UConn's 2-0 win. Uh, really excited to see what he can do as a redshirt senior.
1: And uh, they're really excited about this kid at second base that they have tonight, the GC transfer. Um,
0: From uh, South Central Louisiana State University. Oh, wait, no, that's Bobby Boucher. He's from (laughs) Florida Southwestern State College. I swear to God I'm not making it up. (laughs) It's a real (laughs) place, we promise. Um, What's the kid's name? J.D. Dutka. 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 Uh, Uh, It's Dutka. It is Dutka. Okay, he's a second baseman. Uh, He'll take over in the infield with Kevin Merrill's – Drafting to the Oakland A's. Coco Montez will move back to shortstop where he was for most of the 2016 season. Um, we'll see how he does at short. He wasn't great 2016 at short. That's why he got moved to second base. Yes. Um, his bat really fell off uh, in conference play last year. He hit two we We'll see from there. Um, so Duke apparently can play second or short. He can. He
1: can play both, and he can also come out of the bullpen potentially as a pitcher. So they really like his versatility, yeah. and he's a puppy who can be an addition. Also, the only I think the only freshman that they're starting tonight is at DH. Um, the only freshman that's going to start tonight is at DH. So this is a veteran club. They've got some people that have been here before. Good Lord willing. We'll see what happens. And they're taking a number six, North Carolina, tonight. So let's maybe not take away too yeah. much from this weekend one way or the
0: other. Yep. Um, you know, if they can win one, if they can win tonight, they can win with their ace. I think it will set up nicely. Um, your first four games are against number six and number five. so You could be 0-4 in an RPI in the top 50. Yeah. Totally doable. <laughs> so it happens. Um, again, uh, Dudko, he was first team all-conference and then second team all-state as a sophomore at Florida Southwestern. He'll, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll def, uh, bat for a decent average, 270-ish, solid glove. Some uh, reader of ours coached him in high school. They had bulls on parade. Oh, no, really? coach from high school. He he's a good clubhouse guy, good leader. He'll really help out the team. So. Excellent. See. Good stuff. Um, first base, Joe Ginord. And... That uh, oh. Literally throwing away the Florida game in the Gainesville Regional. Will likely get his fair share at first. Uh, along with sophomore Carson Ragsdale, big lefty. Uh, he'll split some time there. Ginord will also be catcher because catcher is a shit show. Um <laughs> Levi Borders is somehow back for his nineteenth year. It's very, very unlikely that he'll play. Yeah, Doctor Borders is going to be in the dugout, but maybe not ready to go. So, yeah. um, it's, it, it's tough because the, the guy was All Conference in what twenty fifteen. It's, just it's, it's it an, just, it's just awful.
1: Injury problems continue to pile on top of themselves, and the poor kid just can't seem to get a break. He's already gotten a sixth year of eligibility. This is not a joke. Six, and he might not even be able to take advantage
0: of it. So. Tough. Tyler Dietrich will get the majority of the starts. Um, they do have a transfer. I think his name is Jake Sullivan from mm-hmm. uh, Dallas Baptist. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll have to sit out this year, so maybe next year with Dietrich and him, there's something there. Uh, but catcher's going to be a mess. Dietrich needs to improve his defensive skills. He needs to stop. He had 14 pass balls, 33 of 48 base runners were able to steal success- successfully.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's he was, Something needs to
1: change. He was a successful throwing out runner, as you were saying, successfully. Yeah, yeah. And um, David Villar is the third. Um, Team captain David Villar. David, captain David Villar is at third. Uh, Villar can certainly get some hits, but sometimes he struggles with the bat. in center, Duke Stunkel Jr., I think is who they said they were going with yep, to
0: tonight. Dude, he, he played he, center most of the year last and year. And covers a ton of ground out there. Wait, he's a big ball. dude. He's yeah. probably like 6'1", 6'2". Yeah. And he covers ground. Uh, game one against Iowa, he played Superman catch. In left center field. That uh, was fantastic. I wasn't sure, because uh, he played a lot of first base in 2016. wasn't sure if he'd be comfortable in center. But, you know, with Garrett Zek's speed, Stunkel is still a better center fielder. I, there, so Garrett Zeck will move to right. Chris Chatfield, the toolsiest guy on the team, is still in uh, left field. He, he this has we- been able to hit the curveball better in preseason camp. If he can continue to do that against live pitching, that would be great. If Chris Chadfield hits the
1: curveball, Chris Chadfield's is going to be a first round pick. Maybe yeah. not a first round, but he's a he's a top three round pick probably if he can have a breakout year this year. That's it's he is draft eligible this year. He is a true junior, but he never never redshirted, so um, he could go this year if he puts together a big year. And I think that's certainly possible. Yeah. Good kid, good clubhouse guy, one of those guys that the team really
0: likes and respects. So it's still he can turn it around too. Yep, Zek was the highest drafted player in the 2015 class that ranked 5th in the nation. Um, he was drafted in 15th round by the LA Dodgers. He There's skill there. He just needs to put it together. Junior transfer Alec Wisely, he'll get a lot of action just literally everywhere on the field. He'll play 2nd short, DH. He'll also come out of the bullpen. And he'll likely be one of the two bridge guys to closer Andrew Perez. The Bulls lost their A bullpen with Joe Cavallaro, who. T- he literally came out of nowhere mm-hmm. and put up numbers for the Bulls uh, in 2017. Uh, he was a starter in 2016, got moved to the bullpen, saw an uptick in uh, fastball velocity, and kind of took off from there. He Cavallaro had 30 appearances and threw 59 in the third innings uh, with 77 strikeouts. He was second on the team in saves with five, uh, just behind Andrew Perez, who had six with a 272 ERA. Pres needs, this is his year. I think he can get an ERA closer to two than three this year with his skill set. Um, low 90s, he can hit the mid 90s with his fastball. But the bullpen is just a huge question mark. Massive question mark on the bullpen. They
1: like some of the talent that they have. They just need to see it. You got to, you know, yeah, college baseball, it's like you can, you can line them up preseason all day, and then eventually they got to get out there. And you just don't know what you have until you get them on the field and see what happens. Exactly. So we'll see what they do. But that's the best part about college baseball is that you know it's opening day and you got hope. You know? yep. And I think my biggest concern is I, I think obviously they have a frontline starter who should be very very good. Billy Mold tends to figure out pitching, so these pitching staffs that he's had under his tenure here have been pretty strong. Yep. I think they'll continue. They got they got to hit the ball, you know. And, and <laughs> if if this team can hit the ball, they'll be fine. But if you start seeing some some numbers, you know, some averages and closer to you know, two 250, third, two yeah. 30, two 40, 250 instead of 280, 290, eighty, two ninety, we're gonna be in some trouble. Yeah. Now against this early schedule, let's not judge too harshly, at least the first seven days of the season, that's for sure. Yep. I think they have Fordham coming in next weekend. Yep. You know, yep. So that'll that'll help narrow the field a little bit and give you some idea of where you are, but it's it's nice to get a game like this. Let's see what the crowd's like tonight. I wanna to see if we can draw a you know a close to full house for opening night against the number six team in the country on a Gorgeous night, King Quinto, the weather. It's nope. flipping perfect out today. It's very nice. So we'll see what the crowd's like and see if people are uh, fired up for this team in the
0: Billy Mole era for USF Baseball. Yep. And, you know, there's not a lot of bench guys behind you know the, the lineup that we have. Uh, Graham Hoffman is a freshman. He'll get some playing time. Ladies and gentlemen, we
2: have an
1: announcement. Special guest of the podcast, please introduce yourself.
2: I was gonna do. Uh, finally, the rock has come back home. <laughs> but is this how this works? Do I just talk like this? Like yeah. I'm just having a conversation? Technology these days. It's, it's amazing. amazing.
1: This thing so. We, this is the same one, actually, we use at the Wave Studio, where Josh and I actually stopped by today. We have oh, actually, I, know,
2: I just realized I didn't say my name yet. Hi, it's Josh. It's Josh. <laughs> we'll, we'll cut
1: it all together. Now we have Vito who edits all this together. So like you, can so say you don't rely stuff. on
2: me to do dumb things and then...
1: Right. We but I think, think we should keep all this. I think this is good. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is good hashtag content. It's great hashtag content. Okay. So, should so, yeah. so we talk about? We should talk about baseball at some point, but like you came in today, flew, mm-hmm. came to my
2: house. Mm-hmm. We went to lunch. I did. We went to, what is it called again? Armature's. Armature works. Oh, amazing. Amazing. So good. I had, I had a sushi burrito. Yes. i never had one of those before. And then I also had a burger. So I literally had two full meals today at this place. You have to stand closer and, to this microphone. And have have this and we were thinking of potentially having, like, a, another third meal. Yes, almost. I, another time. I'm coming up more than just this weekend, so. Right. That will save the the brick oven pizza for another time. And uh, yeah, Ava, we wanted to go to Ava, the
1: Joe Madden's place yeah. that has a little location inside Armature Works. So we was thinking about that. But
2: then we haven't
1: even taken you to the Hall on Franklin yet, which is kind of the same thing, just a little smaller, but they bring it to your table. So you know it's Order amazing? it
2: and then they bring it to you. Is this the same place? Or a different place? Different, different place. Different okay. Place, like six has it hasn't been there for a while? No. Okay. Because I was about to say, like, it's amazing how, like, I was here for four years going to school and this is the first time. <laughs> like, I, like, we literally, we walked down wherever we walked down today. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, Colin, I've literally never been to this part of Tampa. Well, it's because South Tampa sucks. He swears by it. Well, I mean, it's he's the wrong. only part of Tampa that's worth living
1: in. Well, you're says wrong. the person from Carrollwood, which is in the middle of nowhere. Leg Magdalene. Get it fucking right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Yes. How did you guys get... You guys aren't the AD. Yeah, we snuck into the AD suite. We said, Mark, if you, you know, if Mark comes in, we're going to have to interview him, too. So, like, if you just Oh, wants in, I like, see. You guys are just this ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you okay. Sure gotcha there? journalism.
1: Right? <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate gotcha journal. <laughs> we come to your suite and set up a microphone.
2: <laughs> oh, good oh, times. So, so, what are you
0: excited about for baseball season this year?
2: Uh, what everybody's excited about. Number one, just seeing how, how Moll does, you know. As the head coach of the program, this is the first time in 17 years that he hasn't been in the same dugout as Mark Kingston Webb, dating back to when they were both at Tulane when Billy was a player, and then obviously as an assistant for Mark uh, at all their stops before Coach Kingston ended up at South Carolina. So I'm excited to see that. Uh, I've been talking to him for a while, you know, before I came up here to talk to you guys, and it's I would have expected some sort of nerve, nerves or something like that, because regardless of how even keel he normally is, which he is. This is the first time as a head coach. And you're playing the number six team of the country. Like, it's, a, it's a big deal. But he hasn't treated it like that. And I think that's a great mindset to have. They were about to start batting practice and earlier. And Cates was like, do you want to break them down before they start? And he goes, no, let's go hit. And it was a very nice little, like, just another day. You know? Start of the, not just another day, but we're starting the season. But, like, it's not special because it's my first game. It's another baseball game we're playing today. And I think that's the approach we have to have. And then, obviously, uh, Shane McClanahan going uh, first start of the year. There's already a ton of scouts out here. I heard there will be some GMs and other decision makers here as well tonight. Ooh, so, fancy Plus, yeah. you're going to have all the you got the, spring training in town, right? You've, You've got, got all the Tar Heel fans teams. probably that are going to be here too. That hopefully you get a you got a good showing from the USF fans. I mean, it's what you it's really what you want to see. I mean, a top tier program coming into your building with your <laughs> ace and one of the best players, if not the best player, to ever step on the field for USF. Ooh, bold statement.
0: Talent wise uh,
1: Jason Delero and uh, who's that catcher? Uh, hey, how
2: many how many left-handers has USF had in their program history who've thrown 100 miles an hour?
1: Well, Scott Glazer. But Did not throw 100 miles an hour. No, no. Was no, very good. And he
2: wasn't left-handed. He,
1: he, he is USF all-time alum leader, and I actually just had a thing with the Alumni Association. That's why I thought of him. Um, we get it. You're brown-nosing. Yeah. J- J- uh, Jason Delero, who played short and pitched – and then who, Scott Heeman was the catcher, right? Yeah. Who, he was, so he was, and he was picked, the highest.
0: He's the highest. Uh, what was he drafted player? I think he was like twelve.
1: Okay. So McClanahan absolutely has a chance. To he should be able, like there are talk, there are shatter. talks that he could go number one overall, right? And so you've got a, a special player, and I hope USF fans realize that, and I hope the rest of the team because he can only pitch once a week. So I hope the rest of the team starts to realize this community starts to realize this is a guy worth coming out.
2: I list. think though too that you have to have confidence in. Pete Strozlecki, who really finished up last year strong, given all the circumstances. I don't know if you guys already talked about that, we but I—I I mean, love the team in ERA, but under the circumstances that he was under last year. And I remember seeing a tweet earlier this week from him. This is the first time that he'll—he'll be—he'll have an opening day without his dad, and that's yeah. you know, so it's—it's it's a big weekend and a big season for him. Uh, you know, I was thinking back to you know the regional last year and how it ended. You know, I'm sure David Villar has that, that weekend stuck out in his mind with how, you know, unfortunately he didn't perform like he probably would have wanted to. A guy like Joe Janord who made a mistake in extra innings against Florida. Andrew Perez who threw the pick, errant pickoff throw. Let's see if Duke Stumble can build off of his great season last year. How are they going to replace Kevin Merrill? They're really excited about Wisely who's starting at second base tonight. He's going to be doing a lot of different things. They call him Tom Imansky. That's a great nickname. Because he does everything and he does it well, he might not wow you, but everything he does, this he does is the well. This is instructional video; it gets results. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out former USF broadcaster Fred McGriff. <laughs> I thought you were going in. Oh, I, that's. I thought you were going in a direction of. I, he used to broadcast here. Yeah, we used to play pick the click huh. with, with Freddie McGriff.
1: He was our color guy for years for baseball. Yeah. Huh. We used oh, to that. show the press box. The crab, right, dog, here whole time.
2: crab Dog is here oh, all the time. Yeah. Look at that. The, things you, the oh. things you didn't know. Unbelievable. That's great. Yeah. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else am I looking forward to? I don't know. I'm looking forward to not having to sit next to you anymore. Yeah, who, very fair. Who, Understandable. Who do you like in the bullpen besides Perez? It, it's got to be wisely. And we just talked about literally four seconds ago how you know versatile he is. But that's a guy who Coach Mole is really excited about to you know kind of fill that Joe Cavallaro role from last year. Uh you know, it's it's different when you lose one guy like mm-hmm. that. But they lost a guy like Ryan Valdez and Joe Cavalero as well. And you lose a couple other experienced guys. Who yeah, even with, would, uh,
0: you know, Mark Severese. Exactly. And, uh, Severese? Mike he, Severese, he got picked up by the
2: He times. did. I don't think he's with them anymore, but I think he's still training and hoping to catch on with somebody in the minor leagues, obviously, mm-hmm. for spring training. But... Uh, You think back to the regional again last year, it's like you see Shane McClanahan only give you two innings against Florida in that game, and you think, all right, there's no chance. And then Valdez came in and shut him down, and that was one of the most clutch pitching performances of the year. And I think maybe has gone kind of underappreciated because he got it to a point where then Perez what three and a third before or whatever it was before things kind of went haywire. Yeah, but, I mean, you look at some of the rosters that this coaching staff has won with. There was, there was obviously talent in Coach Kingston's first year, but I don't think anybody expected them to get to a regional like they did, and they got to one. They obviously dealt with all the injuries in year two, and then last year I still don't think people expected them to win as much as they did. 41 games and a 19-game winning streak. That was ridiculous, Yeah, and they got it done. So I, you never want to underestimate this staff because the majority of the staff is still here. I mean, yeah. Coach Current is at South Carolina right now, but a hidden secret to the, the success of this team is, was Billy Moll and the way that he handles the pitching? Was that staff. even a hidden secret? I think we all knew that that pitching no. staff was no, but and and, and <laughs> Coach Kingston obviously deserves a lot of credit and he sure. should get a lot of credit. But I mean, you saw when Coach Moll wasn't there a couple so, times last year. Tomorrow. What happened? Yeah, Tomorrow's So I mean, it's he's a big part of of this staff and and how effective they can be. He knows each guy's tendencies, but now his job obviously just expands a little bit. Where now he's dealing with everybody. He's talking about that at length and mm-hmm. and some of the changes of. Of his job and and kind of what's been new for him, it's just kind of reaching out and communicating more with the entire team instead of just his guys. Yeah, you,
0: you know, you said during media day, it's he has to make sure that he's talking to the hitters as much as the pitchers because he'll he'll stay back there in the bullpen and just talk to the pitchers all day. Right. And like, oh, wait, I I the other half of the team I need to concentrate now. <laughs> so a schedule fifty two games u.s mm-hmm. since nineteen eighty two. That's weird. Yeah, you're uh, weird. Yeah, true. Uh nineteen or eighteen of the first twenty one games are at home, thirty three home games over. Not weird.
2: That's normal. That's normal.
0: Here's something weird. No home games in May. Huh. That's real weird. At Florida, May eighth. At Wichita State. Okay. At uh Florida Gulf Coast. And then they finish up at Cincinnati. All weekend series? Yeah. When, uh when's the UCF series? UCF's uh April twentieth to the twenty second. Because usually that's the season home. closing series. Right. Yep.
2: But with, with Wichita state, state, you don't have you, to have you them have play them twice. You play it twice. twice, exactly. So. Do we like that or no? I like yeah. playing them six times. Uh,
0: I, I did, but I, I think now each game counts as two points in the war, and I four. Uh, that's true. So is that lead
1: so, even surmountable? I anymore? don't think so. I don't think so. Tennis. Well, tennis and golf. will we'll – the problem is the we, problem is cross country. They finished eleventh in cross country, and we get twelfth in both men's and women's cross country, and they both get eleventh. We're losing. That's a twelve point swing right there. Well, it was 24-12. 20. That's 12-12 right? is 24. We're losing because we're dead last in cross country. Is that how math works?
2: You know, I went to USF, so I'm not sure. <laughs> I was just telling mostly Tom... Mostly vote in Florida all this time. I was, counting. Just, I was just telling Tom Zeebo down in the dugout that if I had applied to USF right now with the test no I got in high school, there's not no chance I'm no getting chance. to this school. <laughs> no chance. Thank <laughs> so God I want to hear what I did. <laughs> no chance any of us get now. Thank
1: God I want the transfer route. Amen. So should we talk? We've got 21 minutes of baseball, book. we have, do have to get out of here at some point because I think they do start rolling in at six. Do we want to talk about women's basketball? Because,
0: Woo!
2: Great job by them. Crushed Ohio State. small 14 seconds in, Kit hits a three, game over. Game over. That was the first time I had watched a full game of them this season. I just haven't had the opportunity to. And, like, I'm into Slack chat, obviously, with you yes. guys. And I see all you guys talking about it. And, you know, Kit's had her struggles this year. And I'm looking at and I'm watching her play in this game, and I'm like, how does this person ever struggle to score? How does she ever have an off night? She know. scored zero against you. That's crazy to me. And 41 on Ohio state. And if she had made the three, by the way, who was, she was totally
1: gunning the last oh, three minutes. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. Total
2: gunner. I, I, I think you brought up an interesting point on Twitter after that game. Mm-hmm. I know you said that Bridget Miranda said that it was, I don't know if she said it was the. She said it was the most complete game she's ever seen USF play. Right. Is that the best win USF women's basketball has ever had? So she forgot, and then she actually tweeted at me later and remembered
1: that we did go at Louisville when they had Shoney Schimmel. And I think they were number 11 or 12. And we went on the road and beat a Louisville team and, like, blew them out. You know it's like, Louisville? No, it's Louisville. Uh, I've heard conflicting reports. It's Louisville. It's... Agreed. To, uh, but it's not Gainesville. It, uh, no, but Louisville. It is Louisville. But it's Gainesville. That is correct. Hmm. But it wasn't King Louisville. I know. I Not in charge. Not you my should. department. But if you ask anyone from there, they say Louisville. And the, the one that gets me is like, I've never lived in Louisville, but people from Louisville <laughs> say that. Like, the one... It's...
2: People who sell, call it Nevada. If you live in Nevada, it's Nevada. There was a, an it's incredible. Nevada. I don't know if you guys watch Veep, but there was an incredible like yes secondary storyline yes. on the, one of the more recent seasons <laughs> because there was a just a voter a voting dispute uh, mm-hmm. in in Nevada, Nevada. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the whole time like just thrown to the side when somebody would say Nevada and they would go Nevada, right? Really and the whole thing. So
1: people, yeah, people there are a little pickier. I think in there's actually a billboard in Louisville that I've seen that's like. It's just different ways to pronounce that how to say it, and that Louisville, look. and then the last one is L O L U like L O O V U H L L like Louisville.
0: It's like that saying Tampa, yeah, Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. All right, kind um, of like Tampa.
1: Kind of, it's not, terrible. it's not terrible.
0: No, it's terrible. Um, football schedule was released. You want to talk about it? Gonna freeze our asses off this year, boys. Yeah, it's gonna be cold. Have fun time. with that. You
1: know, I got. Oh, that's right. You have to do real games. Yeah. Well, you could probably mix in like a USF on a Saturday and then an NFL on a
2: Sunday. Depends where. Possibly. Depends where we are. Okay. Where's There's some the chances pro- you would ever call a USF zero and until they're in a Power Five zero. Wow. Not my choice. But I mean, if you look at our college schedule at Sports USA from all this time, you will not see a single Group of Five game on there.
0: Yeah, Josh has uh, had the propensity to become Gus Johnson at times. Uh, and Joe uh, Tessator.
2: Yeah. We're all the same.
0: <laughs> for some reason. Except every they're single... infinitely
2: better broadcasters than I am.
0: Well, did which, they win the Jim Nance Award?
2: Uh, no, but if, they, if uh, they, they, sh- they would have. And they should have. So, I,
1: what I found out today, Josh told me, is that actually the game that we called together at the conference tournament like two, three years ago. Men's basketball. Like, men's basketball game at the conference tournament that we called two, three years ago. That's the tape that he put in for the Gus, for Jim Nance Award, which is what We well, better call it the Gus Johnson Award. I was going to call it the Gus Johnson <laughs> Award, which the Gus Johnson Award is actually one I would rather win than the Gymnast Award because the Gus Johnson Award would come with like fire and, you know, like it would be like a three-dimensional thing. It would like you'd have a switch and it would just go crazy every once in a while and it
2: would like yell at you I and I am say, honored to have my name attached. <laughs> you you laugh, but I'm being completely serious right now. I'm honored to have my name attached to And it's funny, the way we're recording this right now is exactly where I found out that I won that award. So keep laughing. Oh, that's right.
1: Yes. You were in baseball.
2: Yeah. 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 All right. So home opener. I'm not, Elon. I'm not important.
0: Elon September 1st. to be a that game. Win. Uh, are, are, le- you, are
2: you really doing game by game? They're all going to be
0: wins until the last one. It's going to be 11 wins. The 11 last. year anniversary of someone getting just blown up by fireworks. So that'll be fun. That's right. It's the last time I think they played. Uh, Saturday September 8th Georgia Tech. I'm hearing it's going to be a noon game on ABC. Ugh, noon game cut blocks, not great, Bob. Not a fan. Not oh, a fan well. of
1: noon game cut blocking.
0: Write a letter. Right? Yeah, write Man. a letter, bro. Um, so, and then September fifteenth at Illinois at Soldier Field. At Soldier Field. And she comes her home
1: that weekend. No excuse, Bulls fans, be there. Josh, are you leaving? Are you, I, I was just saluting. Oh, I was, I was, was. like, what are you? <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Um,
0: September twenty second, home for ECU. Born. They're terrible. Uh, then there's, I believe that's when the bye week is. And then October 6th at UMass, they were trying to get it up to Foxborough. I doubt it's going to happen. Not going to happen. It's going to be an in it looks like. Yeah. That's a Tough break. At Tulsa, October 12th, there's potential that that could be a cold game. Um, home for UConn on the 20th, which is homecoming. When? Uh, at Houston, Saturday, October 27th. Tricky. Could, could be cold. No. Houston,
1: Houston, in October, you're fine. It's like okay. it's like Tampa weather.
0: You're fine. Uh, November third, Tulane. That's salute to service. November tenth, mm-hmm. you're gonna freeze your ass off in Cincinnati. Good. Uh, that game. Luke Fickle is gonna have that team rolling. Terrifies uh, me.
1: That game terrifies me.
0: Best uh, recruiting class in the conference this year. He's, I think he's gonna finally get his quarterback in,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that team will take off. Uh, following week at Temple at, at the link. That's gonna be freezing. I am also terrified of that game. Terribly already. cold. And then Black Friday, Senior Day, C. Hopefully, a revenge game. Hopefully, the quarterback situation has resolved itself. Well, you would hope by Black Friday. You that would you, really. You would, you would you have would,
2: you an never, idea.
0: You would never know. Wow. Well, it could tw- be battle. 20,
2: 2014 did happen.
0: You right. Hey. It could be battle Hive. It could be battle. It could be the battle if some, something weird happens. Charlie
2: needs me lots of knowledgeability.
1: Meanwhile, there's we, the, the kid that transferred out of the 2014 situation is still projected
2: to be drafted where right about now? Probably like in the day two somewhere. Maybe. Day two? But I would say third to sixth in that range. Okay. And that. Dep- it depends. Dep- honestly, it depends how the dr- early draft shakes out with how many quarterbacks get taken in the first couple rounds. Because then you might have a team reach for somebody earlier. Okay. Remember, CJ Bethard was drafted in the third round last year. Wow, that's just, true. Yeah. So fine. you never really know. It just know, depends yeah, on where right, they go. Right. So it just kind of depends, and you know, if he has a good combine, like he had a good Senior Bowl, then Mr. White could find himself getting drafted a little higher than he thought. Nothing wrong with that. How about that? Um, UCF, the only
0: non-Saturday home game. So get your fucking ass to the goddamn. <laughs> we <words>. here. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Get your ass to the Not game. Me. I don't want to hear <laughs> a damn thing about the heat. I am ginger as hell. I can handle the heat during a football game. In a press, box. Oh oh, press oh, box.
2: oh, oh, no! From, sitting out here by my ivory tower in the press Pardon box. The me. Air conditioning. Pardon me, sir.
0: I was at Florida State in 2009. Oh. All right. Did you get a cookie? No. I got fucking burned.
2: But it was a win. So, I, I'm wearing sunglasses right now, so they can't really see me, but my eyes rolled so far into <laughs> the back of my head. <laughs> Grow up, guys.
0: Um... AAC championship game, December first. Favorable
1: schedule. Sets That's up. a win for us. No. Favorable schedule until November. November schedule, not fun. Add Cindy, who is really who could be really good, and at Temple.
2: But what are the expectations for this season?
0: Eight and, five, eight and
2: four? Like, are the expectations... My expectations are higher. Are the expectations 11 wins again and winning a conference championship? I think that's... Can you, t- Keb, can you realistically expect that with what they're losing and what they've lost? No, I, I think eight wins... I think eight wins is a good uh, expectation to have seven, eight wins. Well, seven would be a disappointment, obviously, but eight wins is about what I think. And then hopefully they surprise us and get to that double digit number. I, I think I think uh, expecting eleven wins in a conference championship the year after you lose Quentin Flowers is expecting a little bit too much. I think this schedule is still really soft compared to last year's. There's a couple tricky games on there, obviously Elon, all
1: in November Yeah, Elon, huge We make
2: jokes, we make jokes, but
1: trap um, game, um, trap
2: game. Look out for the w- fighting Mark Whipple's too of UMass. Is he still the coach game? there? I don't
1: know. Who um, knows? They were hanging, they hung around with Tennessee for like a half last year. And then just,
2: know just know that they on. they view USF on the same. On on par with FIU, that they're making you guys, that you're making USF play at McGurk Alumni Stadium instead of Foxborough.
1: Yeah, not great, not a fan.
2: I would much, and I. I did a game there.
1: Terrible. Not that I have any desire to like go to Amherst or Boston, because both places really not not a huge fan. But like, I'd rather go to Boston than Amherst. Of course. And 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 it's just going to be like a crappy some. I'm really glad that we're playing Chicago, or, uh, Illinois in Chicago. I think that's going to be a great weekend. Cubs fans. Yeah, a lot of USF fans went to Notre Dame in well 11. 11. Uh, so for that trip, everybody stayed in Chicago, went to Notre Dame, got to a Cubs game that weekend. Kind of the same thing this year. Yeah, except the Cubs are good now because we would just like rolled right in and just bought tickets off the street because yeah. the Cubs were in their full rebuild at that point. So excited for that. We'll see. I- I'm-, I'm fired up for this year. Oh, you should be fired up too. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think that I think if they don't win nine in the regular season, I'll be disappointed. Fair. Um, I think they should. I think this is they. I don't think they lost as much as people think. I think if they're going to coach like this, and I don't think they should, but if they're going to continue to coach like this, they're going to have more talent that fits what they want to do. So I think I think that's the wrong way to look at it, but I think it's how it'll work for them.
0: I think. So. Uh, According to Bill Connelly's, uh projections, I think we returned 65% of our roster last but year. But you also lose year. the most important part of it. Of yes And you lose your center, which turned out to be the catalyst in the run game Right. Uh, last year. first two games was terrible with Galati. I oh, we went with Tyler Davies, sorry. And no, I have to edit that out. So, can't see you, by
2: the way. I know. I just realized that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, running back's going to be... Fun, question mark, linebacker, kicker. Uh it's there's only one kicker. They're gonna be looking for some walk ons. So if you
2: have College some- kickers, baby, we're gonna
0: have a lot of college kicker on the I, I I was looking did. back and the last like really bad kicker we had
2: was Eric Swartz,
0: and that was like two thousand
2: nine, two thousand ten. Uh the in twenty twelve my combinati was not great. The temple game I might put squarely on him. But to be fair to Mr. Banani, he also made some big ones in his career, Correct. Too. Um, and as good as Marvin, this is one of my biggest pet peeves, and I love Joey Knight and I love Jeff Odom, but like the Marvin Klaus, oh dear lord, Marvin Klaus missed the most important kick of his USF career against UCF, and that's it. That's right, he did. Was shut shutout? No, no, at UCF. At UCF. Oh, 2013, first yeah. one. Got
1: it. It's
2: like 49 yards out. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, uh, should we wrap this up? Yeah, I think idea? we're good. We're good. Uh, we are uh,
0: less than two hours away from first pitch. Uh, but when you listen to this, it'll be after it'll, first, bitch. Hey, Vito, by the way, say something. You've been sitting here <laughs>
1: staring for all this time. You haven't said a word.
2: You guys are doing a really good job. I figured out uh, who needs me. Great, great, great contribution.
0: <laughs> that, just, that is fantastic work by our, our producer. You've got an hour and 20 minutes to get it up. Or you're fired. I can do that. I'm just kidding. Fired <laughs> from a job? No. He has access to all of this. All of this. All of this. <laughs> In the place
1: here. we shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> All, you have yeah, I was us. a little hesitant to come in here and record this podcast. All right, we're done. All right, we're done. Bye. Go Bulls! Go Bulls! Go Bulls! Go Bulls. Go Bulls.